Welcome to This is the Way, a Star Wars Legion podcast. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to This is the Way, a Star Wars Legion podcast. This is Brent. And I'm Jason. And we have got a mosh pit of a show tonight, let me tell you. So what are we talking about tonight? Well, uh, we had a few requests that we just kind of freeform it because we kind of get into it at the store a lot. And people wanted to hear that on the podcast some more. So we thought we'd uh, bring the people what they want. So we'll see how this goes. So they want us to argue. I don't know if we exactly argue. I just tell you what's right and you try to disagree with me. No, you're garbage. Okay, so here we go. What uh, are we going to start with? I'm going to do a little bit of the first uh, housekeeping. Ike apparently says our intro is corny and sucks. Uh, we would like some input on what you guys think our intro is or any kind of feedback that you would like to give us that isn't from the guy that's playing for the trash. What is that called? The, to- the toilet bowl. The toilet bowl, yeah. The In best, league. The best l- of the worst. The best of the worst. Yeah. He's going to the championship best of the worst game. I, I think we almost need to televise this game because there I I want to I want to see it. I think the other twenty some people in the league want to come in and watch this game. I don't even. I, we, do we sell tickets? I don't know, but it, it it'll be a great game. It will be a great game. Two great competitors. Yeah. Probably the best sportsmanship that we'll see all league. Definitely not what Brent and I bring to the table. Uh, no, it's probably the exact opposite. Yeah, actually. we bring the salt. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Did you see Randy in his salt this week? Yeah, I did. Yeah. We're going to call Randy out because he was wondering what, who we were talking about last week. No, that was Ike. But we were talking about Randy. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. And so to also add to that, so if anybody else thinks the intro is garbage and would love to make up an intro for us, we'd, we'd, we'd love to uh, hear what you have. Yeah, just send us an email. I think our email is on almost everything that we do. I think I put it as the the name of everything so wherever you're listening to that you should be able to email us or find us on facebook uh i'm on facebook almost all day for work so i'll that, get it to you that means you're not working uh it does mean i'm working so you work by checking facebook do you know how much stuff happens in the gaming industry on facebook on a like hourly basis it's ridiculous actually well, i know the trash lists you send me via facebook messenger Oh, I, I sent you the sweetest list. No, it's garbage. It's garbage because of the three units you have in there. No. They're the, not playable. Yeah. Oh, so we're just going to go into the no, topics No, we're not. Now. Let's, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so we want to talk about how awesome the Death Troopers are. No, we do not. So, Brent and I. Imperial <laughs> Special Forces, I hate to say this, they're garbage compared to everything else. I don't think they're garbage compared to everything else. They're one point difference from a full squad of ARCs. Higher, one point higher. Uh-huh. Rolling in at 110 points versus 109 points. They don't have? Impervious. They don't have? Tactical one. Oh, and they're more expensive. Seems like a great deal to me. They have a surge to hit, surge to crit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. They got this eight-point gun, so if you put the eight-point gun on, they are, what is it, nine points more now? Uh-huh. But then you got like a range four unit. You don't have to have a whole that you have to recover with every turn in order to use. Oh, does the gun tap when you use it? Yes. Oh, didn't even look at that. But you know they're much better than the arc troopers. I'm not saying that they're much better. I'm just saying that they're in a different. 
class of their own. I, I think they're they're in the terrible. garbage class. No, they are not comparable. I think, I think the rest I, of the you know what I'm, I will bring the jank list that you sent me to list, you, this is so you can play sweet, it, guys. and then after you play it, you're gonna go. Gosh, I miss my gar garbage. I, I we will videotape this just because when Brent gets done and flips the table, it's gonna be phenomenal. No, it's jank. It is it, a jank list, but I think it works. Okay, so we've talked about Death Troopers. They're more expensive than ARCs. They're not as good as ARCs, but Jason thinks they're good. I think they're a good unit. I would use, If I had options to take Death Troopers right now in my GAR list, I'd take Death Troopers. Oh, of course you would, so that you could share, and they surge. No, it would I, be amazing. They wouldn't have share because they're not clone troopers, so I would, I would not have that sharing option with them. I would have a standalone specialist unit in with my GAR. Okay, so... That's one of the jank special force. I'm an Empire player, by the way, and I love Empire, but I'm I'm here to tell you, they're hurting right now. They need some love. I think their command cards need the most love. They're, I'm, we could focus on every special forces unit for Empire, and I could sit here and go, nope, nope. Yeah, Situational but what- with Iden, nope, nope. No. Okay, hey, that was a great discussion. Okay, so we're, we're going to do compared to the Gar or the droids? No, just anything. They okay. each have one special forces unit? I will I will compare it to the Wookiees that I've been playing with Rebels during League. Well, we can't cross-compare special forces. You Wh- gotta Why only, not? You only compare the special forces of that faction with that faction. Because okay, a faction so makes it complete. Trash plus trash still equals trash. I think it's... I don't know. I think you're wrong. I think... Things need to change. I do think keywords and the way things play out definitely need to change. I agree. I, I, I think there's definitely some point things that they need to do for Empire. Um, I don't I think I, it's I do. points, or do you think it's well, like keywords? Death, death troopers keywords need death to troopers are really are supposed to shine with Krennic, and Krennic is not a good commander. I know. I, he's terrible. I, I think he's, what, how many points is he normally? Uh, was it 90? Yeah, he's 45 points overpriced. Let me check. I'll check right now. I mean, he's got some decent command cards, but you know what? I yeah, He's not, 90 points. What has he got? A white defense dice, too? He has a white defense dice that surges. He surges on offense to crit, and defense is a shield. He does have Entourage, Death Trooper. So that that's the ultimate build-out, right? If you want to play Death Troopers, I want to play four units of Death Troopers with Krennic, and it's just not good. Because Krennic's so expensive to put in there with four units of Death Troopers. He needs to be a, like a clone commander at 55 points or something. So he's With the just... entourage. I, I think it's n- not out of line. I mean, his command cards, there's some decent command cards. I would agree that Krennic's got some decent command cards, and situationally he can do some stuff. But I I don't – Krennic eh. – I mean, this is a whole nother discussion is the commanders for Empire. Oh, uh, no. It's I just, I really, it, it's too bad. I love Empire. Um, I think they need to redo Empire like they did the Wookiees. Change the keywords up. They changed, oh, they changed up. The, the, there's a dramatic change between what the Wookiees are today versus what they used to be. So if they did that for Empire, that's where I think Empire needs to go. Uh, I think Stormtroopers are fine. Stormtroopers are great. I think Snowtroopers need a cheaper heavy weapon. Probably. Probably. Or more options to heavy weapons. Something. Uh, and I think we need to change the keywords around on a lot of special forces uh, of the 
Empire. I mean, if you're going to talk keywords on Empire, I'd love to see the speeder bikes get, like, coordinate or agile or something. I think what their current setup coordinate would be the key, just so that you can... The, the problem is, after turn, really after turn two, they're so far away from everything that... Well, you're not I, gonna be able I to think coordinate you should to probably them. be driving those in a circle most games, but that's not your play style. Uh, no. No, it's not. It's not your play style. So, I don't know. I just, I just really would like to see Empire improved quite a bit. I think they lack, they're very lackluster right now. Uh, in league play, let's just go over this. How many Empire players do we have in league right now? Three. We have three. Three made it to the finals. No, three didn't make it to the finals. We're in the final four right now, and it's well, me and Matt right now. Three made it to the the single eliminations. Okay. We had three. All three of them made it to single eliminations. Okay. No, that's wrong. Two of the three made it to single eliminations. The other one played in the toilet bowl. Okay. Yeah. So Mike's still left, right? He has to, he has to play. M no. Yes, Mike, he is. Yeah, Mike, Mike got a bye, so he's got to play Kevin. They haven't got their game in yet. Uh, we're kind of on a standby because one of the guys got his COVID vaccine and got COVID from the vaccine. One of the 8% of the world that that happens to. Poor, yeah, interesting. Poor guy. I actually but you guys are playing. Him. You guys are playing tomorrow night, so the winner of you two plays me. Yeah, so it's going to be a droid-on-droid -droid battle. Yay. So I get to play a droid player. You're playing droids. So I'm probably playing double tanks or... Who knows what jank I bring. Well, uh, you'll probably bring like six B2s. I, you know what? I bring B2s. Sometimes I bring Cad Bane. I love the Cad. Yeah. You never know what I'm gonna bring. No, I don't because you're not if, a droid player, so you're just throwing all kinds of jank out right now. Yeah, well, it sticks. So <laughs> I've, I've made it this far. You, you Are you gonna finally break out like Dooku or? It could be the the breakout thing for Dooku. You you'll just have to wait if I win. I mean, if if you go up against the the my opponent, you know you're probably doing double tanks. Double tanks. Yep, yeah. you're doing double tanks. If you go up against me, you never know what you're gonna get. May I tell you what? I've had to play two or three Gar players. No, more than that. My pod, the pod started out. How many Gar players did we have? You only had Kevin in your pod. Kevin, just Kevin. We had two in my pod. That's why I didn't play Gar. I played droids right. to to break it up. I was like, let's make it fun for everybody. Mistakes were made. Yeah, you were whining about not having your cheater uh, faction. They're not cheater. <laughs> That's going to be part of our discussion later. <laughs> but, um. yeah, so then I had to play uh, two other Gar players to get to the semifinals. So, Did you? Yeah, I had to play uh, Will, and I played uh, Robbie Hedgar. Oh, yeah, so... In single eliminations, you've single eliminations, I've played two gar players. Yeah, you've you've hit a you've hit a vein of gar. Uh, yay, go me! Hey, you've gotten past both of them. I did with rebels. Yeah, you did. They are beatable. Just gar is beatable. There are certain things you have to do. I really think to That's set that. yourself up to play against them well because they will take units off the board very fast if you're not careful. Do you, you just want to segment into how do you, how do you beat Gar? I mean, we can talk about that. You can talk about your perspective. I'll give mine. Here's my perspective with uh, with Rebels. I think both times I played the Gar, fa 
that faction, I ran, I think I ran the same list, which was Leia, uh, three core naked, uh, triple Wookiees with tenacity and the bowcaster, and then two air speeders with the ground buzzer. Mm-hmm. So, um, my strategy, at least from, from a rebel perspective, was to definitely play the scenario. Um, in both of my lists, I, I did not have the bid, so I stacked them out pretty well. My, I have a different philosophy than some people do. Um, I try to build lists that can handle most to every situation and most to every faction that hits the table, especially in like a tournament. Instead of trying to rely on 100% get the bid, if I don't get the bid, I'm totally not going to have a great game. So, um, so I didn't win the bid either either game, and uh, just really focused on number one playing a scenario. I'm a very aggressive type of player, so I try to. I've been really focusing on trying to rein back. Uh, having to roll dice all the time. Uh, and a big part of that was setting the Wookiees up to be successful, probably turns three and four. First two rounds are usually getting them into position, uh, utilizing scale, focusing on the cover that's around the board, and just really setting them up for either capturing objectives or engaging Gar and Melee. So two things I've found that are not guard players typically don't like are pierce hmm. and melee. Hmm. So if you can somehow find a list or a combination of those two in your list to where you can engage guard and melee, uh, Wookiees will literally chew through units of arc troopers, phase twos, phase ones. They'll, they'll eat them pretty well. Now, I try to use utilize Leia's one pip her coordinated bombardment strategically a lot of times people always play that turn one I will only do that if I can get clear shots on like strike teams to try and chip away at those units because they are very uh, tactical and they will remove Wookiees off the board with Pierce and and that kind of stuff so I try to be very uh, opportunistic with her one her one pip card. So I don't always play at turn one. Latest I've played it, I think, is like turn three. Mm. So so for me, I think Pierce and uh, Melee have worked out pretty well. Air speeders do some good work as well because they can do some I think you put shenanigans the- with uh, breaking up the clone ball. Well, you put those high threat targets coming in fast and right. then you back it up with the Wookiees and everything. If you didn't have those high t- threat targets, I think you could chip away at the Wookiees. But the way you're playing it with those air speeders gives it just that high threat. I've got to deal with this air speeder before it gets here and does this and it's a pain in the ass. I mean, it, it is. And I, I've also traded those out for three sets of tons. So still fast moving. You still got to deal with them or they're going to be up in your grill like turn two. Yep. So you know, it's like pick your poison, okay? Do you want to deal with the fast-moving airspeeders slash tons? Or are you going to leave them alone and focus on the Wookiees? So my thought there is one of the two is going to get in there and mix things up and make it difficult. So 
I kind of like your list with the air spears a little bit better. It gives you more troopers to control objectives. Uh, whereas when I went up against your tons, that was a close game. Came down to R2, Came the, to magical the magical magical trash, trash can. can. Yep. Oh, God. That stupid thing. All right. I love him. So I'm a Gar player. How are you going to beat Gar? Uh, you're going to have to be very tactical. They can make more mistakes than you and get away with it, in my opinion. I would agree with that. So uh, as a Gar player, I can make the mistakes a lot of times, and my opponents don't see the mistakes I'm making and don't take advantage of it. So if you ever get a chance to play Gar, I would highly recommend playing a few games of it, and you will start seeing the mistakes that your Gar opponents are making and be able to take advantage of it. Uh, I am not a big fan of Rex. I know Rex Star is still a thing. It's out in Invader League. Everybody's playing Rex Star. Uh, I can play around his one pip. I can play around his two pip. Uh, it's just an alpha strike that if it goes well, it levels the game. A lot of players are really good. Their whole game is to set up the, the two pip and the one pip, and that's how they play the game. I think in certain scenarios, it's not the greatest thing to ever happen. You can get caught up. Uh, if you get into the wrong scenario, it just it'll crush you. So I found Rex to be very flimsy, easy to take off the board with his five health, not very durable. Range two. Range two. Except for tank that clinkers, right? I mean, that's what everybody's banking on is that that card. And that tank that clinkers, but you're not usually handing an order to Rex during that turn, so he's probably not round. He's not range three. He just hands out to two troopers. Depends on how you're handing out orders and right. doing stuff. I mean, some people give it to him, some people don't. So, uh, when I when I go up against people, if they play scenario, it makes the game a lot harder. And most of those games are a lot closer than you would think they are. Um, uh, but what people want to do is get even further ahead on activation so badly they put themselves in bad spots when they play against me and then i get even closer on equal activations and then it goes crazy from there so right and and my wookie list it's not a high activation list it's only nine activations so i really cannot afford i can't afford to go down an activation like before turn two or three because i'm going to be in a very bad spot and it's been Interesting seeing changes in gameplay style when you play strictly to scenario. I, I think players have a tendency, and this is, this is I do this, is like I want to kill stuff, right? Like I want to kill stuff. But the reality is, is if I want to win the game, I have to be very cognizant of, number one, scenario, and number two, other units that could help Gar. So like... When I played Will, it was a great game. He brought a Saber Tank, he brought Padme, and he brought R2. So he had two special uh, secret yeah. missions, sorry, plus a tank to have to deal with. So right away I knew, okay, I've got to try to play the scenario as best I can, but I have got to get rid of R2, and I have got to get rid of Padme, because if he gets either of those two through on a secret mission, game's over. Like, I, I'm not going to recover from that. And I'm here to tell you, a tank with fire support is gross. Like, he removed an airspeeder mm -hmm. with that dice pool. Oh, the tank. The tank is super gross. A, uh, a healthy airspeeder. Zero, no wounds, nothing. Just took it off the board. There's very few scenarios. Like, I, I've been running the tank list. I've played around with it. I like it. 
Uh, everybody focuses in on the tank. The tank is super hard to kill. Ignore the tank. Fantastic. <laughs> my tank's taking all the damage. It's like giving the rest of my army infinite dodges. I love it when everybody's targeting that tank. That tank is so hard to kill. I usually back it up with R2. Heals for if four. If you have Padme, too. Uh, I have Padme it, handing it tokens it's constantly. Just, yeah, you, it's just... You can't kill it. And if you focus on it, I can tell you this. Oh, you can kill it. It's oh, just... Oh, well, you're going to lose the game. You've wasted so many of your dice rolls that I will have the objectives taken, and I'm not going to give them. The I'm not going to give them up, Ogar. So. So then that brings up the other question. Well, like, what do you do then? I would focus on their things that can take objectives. So I just played a game against uh, Jeremy. He is, he is a new and inspiring Empire player. Uh, he has not won very many games, but he had a phenomenal game against uh the gar tank list and i took the like the cutout one of the the better lists that i've seen out there i think it's very similar to what uh timbo was running in the invader league uh and timbo runs it way better than i do but i was running the tank list and he focused so hard on the tank that i won by objective and if his tank would have been shooting at my troopers well, he had an ATSD, right? He had an ATSD. If his tank would have taken the four rounds, it took me four rounds to take his tank off. You're talking about ATSD, yeah. not tank. Yeah. ATSD. I don't know. It's, it's not a tank. It's a heavy. Yeah. To me, it's a tank. I mean, it's a big giant. Okay, it's a walker. It is a chicken. I mean, just because it has treads in, that's not really a tank. It doesn't have a big giant. 75 millimeter gun sticking out of the front of it. No, it's got cargo containers that yeah, they haul around, apparently. Yeah, it's like a transport. <laughs> it's not even a tank. <laughs> anyway. The ATST is more of a tank to me. Anyway, the ATST, he had an ATST. He spent four, four or five rounds shooting at, at. No, it was four because I took it out. I took his ATST out at top around five with a Hail Mary fire support impact five shot. Totally demolished it. He healed it for four. He had some healing stuff behind it. But if he would have been healing the troopers, because my troopers had a bad scenario. Uh, They had to traverse the board to get to the scenario. And uh, he just did not focus in on the tank. He focused. No, he focused in on my tank. Whereas my tank took out Bosk. My tank took out a stormtrooper unit. My tank took out another stormtrooper unit. So my tank's sitting there taking all, all his objective holders while my troopers are moving up, basically not getting shot at. And it was still a close game. Like, if he would have taken the, the ATST, sacrificed it just to destroy my trooper units, there's no way I would have won the game. Yeah, so that, I mean, that's key for Gar, especially if you see that tank. You have to ignore it. I know it's it sounds easy. I mean, there might be a scenario or two where you have to deal with it, but there's not very many scenarios where right. I would not. I would hide. I would take my stuff to the other side of the board, use line of sight. The thing moves pretty good, but still it's a pain in the butt. And you're seeing, at least in our meta, tables are being constructed better with terrain. So there's definitely a lot more options to conceal trooper units, uh, strike teams, bounty hunters, you know, all those guys where – you know what? You can survive a game getting shot at by a tank unless you decide to move Bosk out into the open or something dumb like that. But um, I'm going to give a shout-out to Legion 99, the 5th Trooper, and also Invader League for giving us these terrain ideas. Yeah, for sure. Uh, without without them, 
doing their podcasts without them giving all these train ideas we would still be w- these wide open boards of dirty massacre massacre all over the place it would just be horrible i don't even know what to say no i definitely like i definitely like the terrain that we've um gone to for league it's definitely helped newer players understand cover and line of sight those those issues better expert climber expert climber they have definitely got to understand scale (laughs) oh you're just (laughs) brutalizing them with scale jump jump jump. a lot of people want to use jump more than once in a turn can't do that it's a one it's a one-time action sorry correct yeah so it's you know just it helps with learning rules which we didn't did we pick a rule this week to focus on no uh, I was going to pick a rule, but uh, I got my second COVID shot last night, and then Brent last week, because we were going to do a podcast, I think, last week, was out for some family emergencies. So. Yeah, we had a funeral we had to go do, so. So, but we, we, we did apologize for not getting an uh, episode out, but uh, we kind of came up with uh, just a time constraint, plus uh, I own a store, and I'm opening in a second location, so... <laughs> I'm just kind of busy right now. No excuses, sir. I know, and I've got a couple kids at home. Ah. Yeah, I love them. you still got plenty of years with them. No, I don't. Well, they grow up fast, dude. Well, I know they do. So They're almost taller than me. So, yeah. So, league's going well. We're getting down to where we're at the semifinals. Uh, I don't think we've really finished how to beat Gar, though. I, I mean, I've given my opinions on Gar is focus, focus, focus on scenario. Uh, you got to focus on the commander you're going up against. Yes. 90, 90% of what's going to happen is their command cards. So if you're going to go up against the uh, Rex, very very aware of take that clanker. It's going to happen. It could happen turn one. It's If it doesn't happen by turn two, it should happen by turn two. No, I've seen it happen all the way to turn three and turn four and make a huge difference. Really? So, yeah. Because like, usually out. they're trying to get, get you at range four, right? Sometimes, sometimes they have grenades hidden in some of their trooper units, and then they're trying to just give range two to their grenades. That'll just completely wreck an entire unit. So, be careful. I mean, do they have grenades on their thing, and they're using tank that clinkers at more of a close range than they are at the range four? Sometimes the map scenarios don't really allow for a range four alpha strike. Yeah, it's, it depends. Um, we have a meta where moisture evaporators are kind of like frowned upon because people like to play the game and not hide behind terrain for four turns or five turns and try to get one unit off the board honestly that entire scenario if we were going to talk about a rule that or something i don't like that entire scenario needs should to, be taken out it should be taken out or it should be set in a way where the moisture evaporators uh you set up a, your opponent sets up the moisture evaporators that you have to c- control I don't, something i don't there it needs to change. That yeah. scenario just—I think I'm it not ruins, a fan of that scenario personally. It, it just ruins the game, and people really love it. You know why they love it is because they can win games with it. If they—if it was a good scenario, people would have more fun playing it. And at the end of the day, I want to have fun playing this game. I mean, if you're the red player and that comes up, good luck. I, it's happened. It's starting to happen more and more. People are getting used to it because that's all they play. Is Vaps. Yeah, I swear. Every time I turn on Invader League, it's another VAP game, and I'm like, I'm almost getting sick of watching Invader League because it's another VAP game. Take that scenario out of Invader League next time. That's my hint. That would make it much more entertaining to watch on Twitch. It would make it much more entertaining just to watch 
totally just or have three scenarios only that are used for a league. Yeah, that's that's another idea actually is on on tournaments or like big cons, LVO, Gen Con, Adepticon have special con only scenarios or tournament only scenarios that are different from what you play. I it freshens the game up and people may not like that, but I I really think it's it's really good to have a fair scenario. I, I feel like it's ha- you have to have a fair scenario that either the red or the blue player can win. Mm-hmm. And it's so much of an advantage to the blue player, typically, that... I think Atomic Mass really needs to kind of look at scenarios right now. Yeah. And maybe put some scenarios with some of the new commanders that are coming out or something unique, right? Right. Instead of a $50 terrain pack. Or... I don't mind buying the terrain packs, but... Anyway, uh, if you're going to beat Gar, uh, the Pierce is really good. Get them into melee. Watch out for force pushes. But know what their commanders are. If you think you're going to go to a tournament, you should be studying the command cards from the commanders of Gar. I would study the command cards from everything but Empire because who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then no, no, you got to know Veers. Veer. You no. don't even have to know Veers. No, Nobody don't. does maximum Actually, firepower you know, anymore. Do you know the the commander I played the most for Empire was just a generic. Rebel, Rebel, it was just Rebel, a, Rebel. It was the Imperial officer. Because you want to save those points. I do. I really do. I mean, let's be honest. It's impossible to run force users in Empire. But if you want to beat Gar, play Scenario. Pierces are excellent. They do not like melee. They like to fire support. They like to get their big rolls in. And if they're in melee, it usually breaks up their clone ball. It uh, causes all kinds of havoc. It just... That's what you got to do. You got to figure out ways, whatever army you're playing into Gar, to disrupt... The clone ball, whether that's melee, whether that's displacing troopers with a a, a vehicle, that's I did, huge. I did that with a tank in this league. I I honestly move, move, move. Oh, your clone ball is all over the place now. That's all I did. I shot, moved, moved. Well, actually, one turn I just moved, moved, and I was like, mm-hmm. I like to do that a lot with my air speeders, but you got to remember you can only do it on the compulsory move. It's, yeah, you can only displace on compulsory. It's not a regular move, so I try to move. I try to figure. I'm like, okay, if I want to displace, let's uh, let's shoot, let's move, and just do a half move, and now let's do our compulsory move, full move, and we just broke up three units. Yep. If you can break them up in in a way, look at where their leader is. Your positioning on that is key. Um, so. And understanding how displacement works would be another key takeaway from that. So just an FYI. You yeah. might want to know how displacement works if you're going to try to displacement tactic. And we're not going to go over displacement in this because I could have an entire hour conversation on right. displacement. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, use about to, tonight. I use it to my advantage a lot. Yeah, it's a, it's a great thing to know and understand for sure. So I think that gives you some highlights on how to beat Gar. If you're running into problems with Gar, honestly, you can message us. We can... Figure out something for you. Uh, even if you have a limited list, maybe a limited budget, you only have X, Y units, we can give you something to work with. Uh, if you want some help, we're, we're Unless here. it's Empire. Unless it's Empire, I have nothing right now. But I do have a list that I want to try out. It's garbage. It's got death troopers in it just a Garbage. It's going to be good. No, it's not going to be good. <laughs> You're going to cry and want to go back to Gar. I'm just no, going to tell you that no, right now. You bad. think the droids are bad. All right, so speaking of the droids, uh, if you're building a list out there right now, you need to be prepared for a high health, high activation droid list. 
Uh, maybe sure. a high activation rebel list with a ton of health. Uh, they're easy. You'd think they're easy to take down with, but because they are, but you have to be able to roll a lot of dice. They could get lucky on those white dice threat rolls. They could do a lot of things, but it's easy to even the odds with them. But there's so much stuff. So you gotta, when you're building a list right now, pay attention to how many dice you're gonna throw. Correct. I I would go count up how much dice. A 12 activation droid list, and I didn't come with the numbers today, but it's a lot. It's like 70-something, if I yeah. remember right. So, yeah, they'd get them all off and turn one, and then play to scenario again. Because droid players are really just sacrificially playing to scenario. They're, they're very much controlling their tokens, and that's what they do. So they're methodical about it. Uh, if you can disrupt their token coordinates... They cry a lot. Um, yeah. The only crying droid player I've seen is you, actually. Yeah. I just do. All their units are good. Okay. So don't get me wrong. All their units are good. All their units are good. All their. I even think droidicas are good, right? I do too. I just think the way you have to build them out to win scenarios is not the way I want to play droids. It just. It's like, eh, I love their tank. I don't know. Everybody says you got to have a high activation list, and I've I've, I've, I've gone through league with nine activations with rebels, just fine. Yeah, I've been doing nine, ten activations on droids and doing all right. I I played at the strong suit of what I play to, though. So, right. um, but you got to think of how much dice you can throw. You know why guard does so good? They throw a ton of dice. Yep. They regardless offensive nightmare. They're an offensive nightmare. You got to deal with that. And they're not that easy to take down because they're token sharing and their things. Uh, the droids, same th- difference. They're easy to take down, but there's so many of them. How are you going to take them all down? It's kind of like Wookiees coming across the table at you with, what, 12 health? 12 health. Yep. Even if you take out one Wookiee, there's still a huge threat with three, especially if you're on tenacity. Uh-oh. You take out one, you've really got to concentrate them down. Um, so, so that... There's that could, a lot that of That could go back to the right guard now. conversation, though, too, right? Like, I, I feel like a lot of times when people start whittling units down, and it doesn't have to be just gar, I think a lot of mistakes players make is dispersing their damage across multiple units. Like, if you can focus down a unit that you're shooting at, do it. Like, get rid of that activation. Doesn't it's even huge. matter. It got one guy left. You kill got rid of the heavy? Get kill it. Trust me, that that one unit will come back to haunt you sometime during the whole objective last two turns of sprinting towards the objective. They, it always does. It always comes back to haunt you. Always. 100% haunting nightmares. Yeah, Will left uh, one Wookiee left in one of my units and he just ran around the building, hit on the backside and waited and then came back around later <laughs> late game. Yeah. And uh or maybe that was Nick I'm thinking of. I don't remember. It was one of those two games. Yeah, anyway, they didn't kill the the last Wookiee. Um, we kind of covered this. Armor, what do you do against it? Ignore it most of the time. Like heavy armor, heavy, hard-to-kill assets that are on the board. If I see an ATRT, you know what I think? I think, <laughs> I'm not even going to focus on it. You know why? Even though it's not that hard to take care of, how many dice is it really rolling? It's rolling five black dice, probably. Sometimes they're only rolling three. A lot of times I've seen them naked or have that laser on it. I don't care about three dice. I I just don't. It's kind of like a commander. 
most people leave commanders alone because there are only three dice unless they need the 90 points off the board for scenario. Right. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm just not a big fan of trying to take out a heavy vehicle. I, I don't think it's... It's because we don't have enough scenarios where the heavy vehicle plays a part in Right. An now, so this could go back to designing new objectives, right? Maybe you make vehicle-only objectives. That's good. That would change the game completely. Well, you can't have vehicle-only objectives, but you could add some things to let vehicles contest the objectives. It's just like you... Because you have to take troopers, you don't have to take vehicles. No, I, I know, but I'm, what I'm saying is like you could... You could throw a scenario in there where a vehicle counts for two objective points over one objective point or something. something. Like that. Yeah. Atomic mass, we hope you're listening. I doubt it. We're not that cool, but not that big. No. Nope. So hey. Just just a little thought there on that. Um what else would you uh I don't know. I think that that's pretty much everything other than I was gonna Make fun of some of the commanders people take, but let's talk about some commanders. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Krennic's garbage. Disagree or agree? Going back to Empire, <laughs> we're bashing. Wait a minute, I thought I thought they were the greatest things. I think Callus bre- is amazing. What do you think? Callus is great. I think I think the new stuff that's coming out, all the new all the new stuff that's come out, has been great because they have the command cards that balance it out. You know, the one though commander I would say that. Companion cards might need to be tweaked a little bit. Is Anakin's? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Why? Just it's not cheater it. enough for you. It's just adding keywords to his card. Like maybe add a trooper. Are you serious? Yeah. You're not serious, right? I am serious. With as much points as Anakin costs, hardly anybody's taking him. I think. Okay. It needs well, to be take balanced. take Vader and make him speed two then. I think Vader has some decent cards. He's got good cards. But I also think some of Vader's trickstiness needs to be his points need to be reduced because his cards aren't that He's great to way do overpriced. It. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think, Leia? Good commander? I think she is amazing. She is my favorite Rebel. Why commander. is she so amazing? The support she can provide to the Wookies and to the core units with portable scanners and with vigilance and keeping dodge tokens on things. I think that's awesome. Her command cards are great. I, The last two games I've played for League um, with her one pip, I have taken almost two full strike teams of uh, arc, arc sniper teams off the board, which is great. It's amazing. Um, so her cards are great, her command cards. The other one is... Uh, that I utilize a lot with her is when she activates, after she activates, she can activate another, I think it's another trooper at range one to two of her, if it has a face-up order token. So I like to save that for when I want the Wookiees to, you know, I might have her attack something or set something up to where she's giving them dodges or, or something, and then activate them right away and move them into melee if I can get there. So it's it's a nice way to strategically deliver the Wookiees and help keep them alive so, so come back it's a support character support cards does a everybody loves a support commander support i think support commanders are by far they're the most valuable they're most valuable like aggressive camp take grievous do you want to take grievous do you his point cost he's an aggressive thing that's kind of operating on his own is 
he. Well, if Milson's listening to this, he's saying, "Yeah, she want to take Grievous. God, he God, loves Grievous. He loves that Grievous. He but does. he he's almost running on his own, whereas the droids need kind of uniform thing, and he has to get his attacks off to make him worth his points. But Anakin, he's good because he can support. Yeah, Padme's good. She's, she's not, not a commander. commander. She's, yeah, she's operative. Not, yeah, she's an operative, but she supports, so Her. she's good. Bosk, a little bit harder. He's all right, but you're taking his command cards, and then he's only focused on himself, and he's not really supporting everything else. So not as good, not as versatile. So, you know, back to Empire 2, though. I mean, Veers has typically been a really good commander to take because of his point cost. He's 80 points now, and he does have Spotter 2 and Inspire, and his cards are pretty decent. It's, it's the support that he adds with the aims. It is. Especially on their gun line, right? I mean, that's that's Empire, their gun line. So he's a great one to take. Aiden's a good one to take. Uh, she's the only thing that makes – she is the only thing, period, that makes Empire Special Forces have any sort of room on the table, in my opinion. So she's not there to support them. I think she is a great solo piece, but she's too expensive to take in well, the army her, for solo piece. It's her command cards that, yeah. that is why the tax strike for special forces is stupid good. Well, you're getting taxed on those command cards that you just want to run her as a solo hero, hero, but you can't afford to run her as a solo hero. She costs too much. Yeah, it costs too much. Because if you're, not, a, if you're a, not supporting those special forces. In a, a army that is very point conscious right now. So, it is really point conscious. It never. I didn't feel like it used to be, but it. I. I really feel like it is. I mean, I think all the armies are a little bit point conscious right now, except for droids. Oh, I might not take this heavy, so I can have a bid. The droids really like the bid, which is. Well, that's the thing that's so. I mean, that's been the argument with them is. I just. If you want the bid, you just don't include the heavy in one of the six units, and you get the bid. 90% of my list is all based on, yeah, if I don't get this bid, I'm screwed on the droids. Just, I don't, the list is very specialized. I've never played them. So, I mean, do they have to have the bid? They don't have to have the bid necessarily, but it's very helpful to have the bid. Uh, I don't feel like I need the bid when I'm playing Gar. Do you feel like you need the bid when you're playing Rebels? No, I build my list out to yeah. where I don't. But I, I don't anticipate getting bid. I feel like I need the bid when I'm playing. building For most of the lists that I build with droids, I feel that they need the bid. Okay. And I think Empire, I have no idea because I don't even know. I don't even own any Empire. It's If you want to borrow some, I can. they're sitting collecting dust right now. For I don't me. know. Thrawn comes out. Oh. Yeah, you'll buy it then. Oh. Back to Rebel Leaders, you know, I my default... I think Leia is the best rebel commander, She's in my the opinion. Best support because they need the dodges. They need the her command cards are amazing. Least played is probably Luke Skywalker, <laughs> to be honest with you, for commanders. Because uh, is another one that's not, I don't see table play. It's all these commanders that are only good at what they do. They're like and they, operatives, they, right? They don't really support the team. So Cassian sees play because of his peers. And, and you can set him out at infinite range. infinite range as a sniper and just start picking things off. But that's a support piece. It is a support piece. Yeah, it's a support piece. Snipers are support pieces in my mind. I like Han. Uh, I have a I have a Leia Han list that I like. I love to run. I 
the more I play Han, the more I like him. I wish he had more range, but I can tell you what, his Pierce 2 on his gun is just stupid good. Um, I think Han is great, but you got to pair him with Lando because to make Han good, those contingencies is Yeah, it's such a dirty game I played against Nick where uh, I, I pop Lando's one pip turn two oh, because of because of Han. All the shenanigans. Oh, there. it's just Han and Lando together are gross. They really are. And people got to remember, Lando shoots at range three. And he's got Sharpshooter 2, and he's got Pierce 1. Yeah. So Lando's really good, I think. Uh, the contingencies on Lando really help Han. I, oh, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Those contingencies are huge. Yeah, those Han. two paired together. I, I The list was three Wookiees, Han, Lando, Chewie. Uh, what else did I have? I think I had R2 flying around in a X-34. Here, let me cover Gar real quick. So you got Rex. Support piece. He's really just handing out tokens and giving take that clankers and then the fire support card that he's got. Other than that, not impressed. Um, I'm, <laughs> I, I really, I'm really not. I t- he's so versatile because of his support. Right. It's not because you're going to run him solo around the edge of the board and try to take something. Obi-Wan, he's a great guardian support piece. He's got some decent command cards. Uh, but he's a support piece that could, late game, be a threat. Right? So... He's there. He's all. He's so well-rounded. Anakin, I feel, is super well-rounded. But again, if you want to go back a couple podcasts, you got to build him out a certain way. You got to take a certain list with him, uh, just because his, again, his command cards are all about him. So you got to build around that. So, okay. It's well, not to as, be fair, have you seen the movies? It is all about him. It is all about him. I mean, how, all the movies are based a hundred percent. The whole. Whole, my whole childhood's based around really Darth Vader and Anakin. Yeah. Yeah. Same person. Yeah. Same person. Adulthood too. It's <laughs> so crazy. You have a sad life. I know. No, it's awesome. I love. I love the Star Wars. Um. Clone, I mean, Clone, Clone Commander's Commander? solid. He's. St- he's super good. He's super support. Piece. Oh, gee, he's only fifty-five points too. Imagine that. Then, then I'll move to droids real quick. Uh, Dooku, he's okay. Uh, he's got some really great command cards, and he does his own thing. But he's doing his own thing, really. He's not that great of a support piece, and he's kind of flimsy. Um, but you know what? He's a decent commander, but for the points, and you're running expensive. droids. Yeah, you're running droids. He's, he's super hard to take. Like, he needs relentless. I don't know. Dooku needs to be looked at, but he needs to get into the fray of things, and he needs to do his thing. Whereas that's really not what droid players are looking for. So no, not, not, not now. Not not right now. So th- something needs to change with that. So I don't think Duco's an aggressive, an aggressive thing. The only aggressive one I'm going to put out there is Iden. I think Iden could go solo aggressive. Uh, Duku, mediocre at best, uh, because he's aggressive and his command cards make him aggressive. Uh, Grievous, we've already covered. Uh, T-series tactical droid. Just like the clone, fifty-five com- points again, just, money. Just like, just like the clone commander, uh, free ten-point coordinate right there. It's uh, just, it's it's an HQ uplink that you don't tap. It's phenomenal. That I don't know what to say. Um, it's super good. It really is. And then I guess you could run with the field commanders on that tank and takes the AI away from the tank. You're focused on the tank. I mean, the tank's good enough. I'll, I'll call it a commander. I. I it is. I mean, it's a field commander, right? Yeah. Maul is an operative, so we'll just skip over him, but he's pretty decent. He's all right. And then what about, what other faction are we missing? 
We talked about Rebels, really. I mean, I, I mean, we're not going to really discuss Empire. If you're running Empire right now, I think you need to be running Callus and Iden. Honestly, yeah. If I built if I built out a list for Empire, I would be as my commanders. I'd be either using Callus, Iden, or the Imperial officer. No, the Imperial officer sucks. Spotter one and Spire one. Yeah, he needs that coordinate that the other. You know the something that does need to change is the Rebel officer and then the Imperial officer. They need to get that coordinate Imperial trooper, yeah. coordinate Rebel trooper. I agree. I think that I think that's fair. I think I still like them because they're a good support piece. Rarely with Empire, am I offensive with the commander anyway? No. Iden's the exception to that. Callus is the exception. Well, yeah, I haven't played him yet because I have him, but I haven't got to play him yet because oh. I've been playing Rebels for the tournament we're, or the league we're playing hmm. so yeah that kind of rounds out i think our list doesn't it or did we miss anything oh we, we covered more than what was on our list to cover kind of a back and forth uh spitball ideas like people asked us to do tell us how that went i guess yeah let us know uh if you got anything you would like us to cover or talk about or if you're enjoying our podcast just let us know uh we don't even have a patreon or anything we yeah. will be setting one up just to uh fyi we're also going to take a yeah we're, we're also going to take a look at uh doing some i think some live gameplay or recorded recorded games on youtube i don't think anybody wants to see our faces no but they would definitely want to hear the salt the salt that flows frequently oh, oh. we should get randy on there well, I mean, we could we could have a whole salt factory, and then you could hear Ike just laughing and giggling in the background. But he doesn't even care. He doesn't even care. He's phenomenal. He's like, eh, neither's Nilsson. Oh, you guys are great. You guys are a phenomenal uh, play group. Kind of, kind of hope Mike makes it past the Gar player. I'd like to see. I'd like to see how he does against Gar. I don't know if has he played. He him? played me. Long time ago, though, right? Yeah, but he played scenario. Oh, well, it'll be it interesting. Tough. It'll I, be interesting. I played Barks against him, though. Oh, well, then you didn't play Gar. So, anyway, we appreciate everybody listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy it. If you have any ideas or any other content you'd like to see in the future, definitely shoot us a message and let us know. This is Brent. This is Jason. Stay safe, everybody, and we'll see you next time.